Welcome to Bible 2 Go. John chapters 10 and 11 is today's Bible reading. Read and listen to the Bible daily where we read through the complete New Testament in 90 days. Today's Bible reading from the message. Visit the audio Bible 2 Go archive for all previous Bible readings. Thank you for being with us today. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, help me understand your word. The words I'm reading today. Help me to love others. As you have and do. Love me. Amen. Let's begin today's Bible reading in John chapter 10. He calls his sheep by name. Let me set this before you as plainly as I can. If a person climbs over or through the fence of a sheep pen instead of going through the gate, you know he's up to no good, a sheep rustler. The shepherd walks right up to the gate. The gatekeeper opens the gate to him and the sheep recognize his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he gets them all out, he leads them and they follow because they are familiar with his voice. They won't follow a stranger's voice but will scatter because they aren't used to the sound of it. 610 Jesus told this simple story, but they had no idea what he was talking about. So he tried again. I'll be explicit, then. I am the gate for the sheep. All those others are up to no good, sheep rustlers, every one of them. But the sheep didn't listen to them. I am the gate. Anyone who goes through me will be cared for will freely go in and out and find pasture. A thief is only there to steal and kill and destroy. I came so they can have real and eternal life, more and better life than they ever dreamed of. 11-13 I am the Good Shepherd. The Good Shepherd puts the sheep before himself, sacrifices himself if necessary. A hired man is not a real shepherd. The sheep mean nothing to him. He sees a wolf come and runs for it, leaving the sheep to be ravaged and scattered by the wolf. He's only in it for the money. The sheep don't matter to him. 14-18 I'm the Good Shepherd. I know my own sheep and my own sheep know me. In the same way, the Father knows me and I know the Father. I put the sheep before myself, sacrificing myself if necessary. You need to know that I have other sheep in addition to those in this pen. I need to gather and bring them, too. They'll also recognize my voice. Then it will be one flock, one shepherd. This is why the Father loves me, because I freely lay down my life and so I am free to take it up again. No one takes it from me. I lay it down of my own free will. I have the right to lay it down, I also have the right to take it up again. I received this authority personally from my father. 1921 This kind of talk caused another split in the Jewish ranks. A lot of them were saying, he's crazy, a maniac, out of his head completely. Why bother listening to him? But others weren't so sure, these aren't the words of a crazy man. Can a maniac open blind eyes? 22-24 they were celebrating Hanukkah just then in Jerusalem. It was winter. Jesus was strolling in the temple across Solomon's porch. The Jews, circling him, said, How long are you going to keep us guessing? If you're the Messiah, tell us straight out. 25-30 Jesus answered, I told you, but you don't believe. Everything I have done has been authorized by my Father, actions that speak louder than words. You don't believe because you're not my sheep. My sheep recognize my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them real and eternal life. They are protected from the destroyer for good. No one can steal them from out of my hand. The Father who put them under my care is so much greater than the destroyer and thief. No one could ever get them away from Him. I and the Father are one heart and mind. 31-32 Again the Jews picked up rocks to throw at Him. Jesus said, I have made a present to you from the Father of a great many good actions. For which of these acts do you stone me? 33 The Jews said, We're not stoning you for anything good you did, but for what you said, this blasphemy of calling yourself God. 
34-38 Jesus said, I'm only quoting your inspired scriptures, where God said, I tell you, you are gods. If God called your ancestors gods, and scripture doesn't lie, why do you yell, blasphemer? Blasphemer. At the unique one the Father consecrated and sent into the world, just because I said, I am the Son of God? If I don't do the things my Father does, well and good, don't believe me. But if I am doing them, put aside for a moment what you hear me say about myself and just take the evidence of the actions that are right before your eyes. Then perhaps things will come together for you, and you'll see that not only are we doing the same thing, we are the same, Father and Son. He is in me, I am in Him. 3942 They tried yet again to arrest Him, but He slipped through their fingers. He went back across the Jordan to the place where John first baptized, and stayed there. A lot of people followed Him over. They were saying, John did no miracles, but everything he said about this man has come true. Many believed in him then and there. John 11. The death of Lazarus. 1-3 A man was sick, Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. This was the same Mary who massaged the Lord's feet with aromatic oils and then wiped them with her hair. It was her brother Lazarus who was sick, so the sisters sent word to Jesus, Master, the one you love so very much is sick. 4 When Jesus got the message, he said, This sickness is not fatal. It will become an occasion to show God's glory by glorifying God's Son. 5 7 Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus, but oddly, when he heard that Lazarus was sick, he stayed on where he was for two more days. After the two days, he said to his disciples, Let's go back to Judea. 8 They said, Rabbi, you can't do that. The Jews are out to kill you, and you're going back? 9 10 Jesus replied, are there not twelve hours of daylight? Anyone who walks in daylight doesn't stumble because there's plenty of light from the sun. Walking at night, he might very well stumble because he can't see where he's going. 11 He said these things, and then announced, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep. I'm going to wake him up. 12 13 The disciples said, Master, if he's gone to sleep, he'll get a good rest and wake up feeling fine. Jesus was talking about death, while his disciples thought he was talking about taking a nap. 14:15 Then Jesus became explicit. Lazarus died. And I am glad for your sakes that I wasn't there. You're about to be given new grounds for believing. Now let's go to him. 16 That's when Thomas, the one called the twin, said to his companions, "Come along. We might as well die with him." 17:20 When Jesus finally got there, he found Lazarus already 4 days dead. Bethany was near Jerusalem, only a couple of miles away, and many of the Jews were visiting Martha and Mary sympathizing with them over their brother. Martha heard Jesus was coming and went out to meet him. Mary remained in the house. 21-22 Martha said, Master, if you'd been here, my brother wouldn't have died. Even now, I know that whatever you ask God he will give you. 23 Jesus said, Your brother will be raised up. 24 Martha replied, I know that he will be raised up in the resurrection at the end of time. 25-26 You don't have to wait for the end. I am, right now resurrection and life. The one who believes in me, even though he or she dies, will live. And everyone who lives believing in me does not ultimately die at all. Do you believe this? 27 Yes, Master. All along I have believed that you are the Messiah, the Son of God who comes into the world. 28 After saying this, she went to her sister Mary and whispered in her ear, The teacher is here and is asking for you. 29 32 The moment she heard that, she jumped up and ran out to him. Jesus had not yet entered the town but was still at the place where Martha had met him. When her sympathizing Jewish friends saw Mary run off, they followed her, thinking she was on her way to the tomb to weep there. Mary came to where Jesus was waiting and fell at his feet, saying, Master, if only you had been here, 
my brother would not have died. 33-34a When Jesus saw her sobbing and the Jews with her sobbing, a deep anger welled up within him. He said, Where did you put him? 34b-35 Master, come and see, they said. Now Jesus wept. 36 The Jews said, Look how deeply he loved him. 37 Others among them said, Well, if he loved him so much, why didn't he do something to keep him from dying? After all, he opened the eyes of a blind man. 38-39 Then Jesus, the anger again welling up within him, arrived at the tomb. It was a simple cave in the hillside with a slab of stone laid against it. Jesus said, Remove the stone. The sister of the dead man, Martha, said, Master, by this time there's a stench. He's been dead four days. 40 Jesus looked her in the eye. Didn't I tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? 41-42 Then, to the others, go ahead, take away the stone. They removed the stone. Jesus raised his eyes to heaven and prayed, Father, I'm grateful that you have listened to me. I know you always do listen, but on account of this crowd standing here I've spoken so that they might believe that you sent me. 43-44 Then he shouted, Lazarus, come out. And he came out, a cadaver, wrapped from head to toe, and with a kerchief over his face. Jesus told them, Unwrap him and let him loose. The man who creates God's signs. 45-48 That was a turning point for many of the Jews who were with Mary. They saw what Jesus did, and believed in him. But some went back to the Pharisees, and told on Jesus. The high priests and Pharisees called a meeting of the Jewish ruling body. What do we do now? They asked. This man keeps on doing things, creating God signs. If we let him go on, pretty soon everyone will be believing in him and the Romans will come and remove what little power and privilege we still have. 49-52 Then one of them, it was Caiaphas, the designated chief priest that year, spoke up, Don't you know anything? Can't you see that it's to our advantage that one man dies for the people rather than the whole nation be destroyed? He didn't say this of his own accord, but as chief priest that year he unwittingly prophesied that Jesus was about to die sacrificially for the nation, and not only for the nation but so that all God's exile-scattered children might be gathered together into one people. 53-54 From that day on, they plotted to kill him. So Jesus no longer went out in public among the Jews. He withdrew into the country bordering the desert to a town called Ephraim and secluded himself there with his disciples. 55-56 The Jewish Passover was coming up. Crowds of people were making their way from the country up to Jerusalem to get themselves ready for the feast. They were curious about Jesus. There was a lot of talk of him among those standing around in the temple, what do you think? Do you think he'll show up at the feast or not? 57 Meanwhile, the high priests and Pharisees gave out the word that anyone who knew his whereabouts should inform them. They were all set to arrest him. Read through the New Testament in 90 days. Read a proverb every day. With Proverbs To go Thank you for being here. Listening and reading the Bible daily with Bible to go. Sincerely. Michael and Michelle. Shell. Join us. Again. Tomorrow. As we continue reading God's Word with Audio Bible 2 Go. Visit. Bible. Dot the number. 2. Then. G. O. Dot U.S. See you again tomorrow.